Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome back to the episode of Wrestling Around, where this week we are doing the first ever Monday Night Raw. It's been, what, 30 years um, on Wednesday, if Will pulls his finger out and gets this out on Wednesday. My do. Depends <laughs> how much I've got to edit it, doesn't it? So, you know, behave um, yourself. But before we get into that, uh, joining me is world-class wrestling journalist Aaron. Aaron, how are we doing? Yeah, not bad. Not bad this week. Good. Tired? Uh, no, I'm feeling all right, actually. Good, good stuff. Um, Had a couple of days off work, so, you know, oh. feeling fresh as daisy until tomorrow. Happy days. And for once, we're actually watching a show where you, could you always watch the show when we're supposed to watch it? You're the only one who consistently does. We are doing the show the week that you've watched the show. <laughs> yeah, what well, watched it earlier today. I'm, off- I'm offended by this, Ross. I always <laughs> no, because also- you never finish it. You never finish it. With, um, because Abba me on Terry says we can't do it. So no. then you don't finish it. So then you watch the show. You finish the show the week after, whereas Aaron sometimes waits a month before he says his comments on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, have the, I have the capacity to finish the show. <laughs> But if I no, needed but, to, I would do. No, but you you refresh your memory of the show um, right before the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and Lou Yaria. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Good. Um, decided that you didn't want to bring Bob out. Well, so that's the thing is, right? I've um, I'm downstairs today because I'm basically there's a long story why Bob's not here, but it starts with. My New Year's resolution this year is to, is to sleep. Um, just, you know, just like actually sleep like a, a regular function adult. And you can't so, sleep without Bob, so he's stuck in bed. Yeah, so he's in bed. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but, so I've, in my office, I've changed the light because I had that awful hub light. Mm. So, so I've changed that. Um, but I've put a white light bulb in there, you know, for like daytime. But I don't want, I don't want to keep you awake. <laughs> so I'm down here <laughs> with the warm light. But I've got a new sofa down here. It's too big and cumbersome to move. I don't like it. Taking it back. Um, but side note, right? Next, not coming to pick it up until the thirty first of January. I feel like the, it's almost like they want me to fuck it up in it. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna have to just put it to a side somehow. Anyway. So anyway, I couldn't be able to move it. Have so... you not just got the same city that you've got now? What the three seat? Oh no, you've got some sort of. No, there. I went for the the the, the chase end. But then, because I'm impatient, I was like, oh, a corner chase, that'll work. And also, that's available in five days. But the corner's just a bit too big. It's not, it's not, it's just, it's going right over the, uh, you know, it just looks messy. 
I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not feeling it. it's covering too much of the window. I don't want to be like you know one of my cousins and have a suite that's too big. Just, just name him. He bought the right. He bought. He bought the suite the wrong way, and then just decided to ram it in the middle of his room anyhow. Yeah, he's not listening, is he? He's not listening for a while. But he bought the wrong corner because he's a moron. Yeah, and then someone else. Well, he had a traumatic incident because he was at home right just a few weeks before Easter, and someone went into his house, like unwrapped, took out one of his Easter eggs. And just lobbed it against the wall. Can you believe that, that happened? Destroy his <laughs> Easter egg. <laughs> Who would do that? I don't know. behaviour. About 30, 40 years ago now, but it's kind of, it's kind of polite. <laughs> so that that happened. But anyway, right. so that's why Bob's not here anyway, because for all those reasons, Russ, I don't want to damage his base anymore. So when I get a, a more movable sofa. But we've got a uh, screwy spip here. Can ask him how he is. Oh, yeah, uh, no, he goes on a bit, doesn't he, on podcasts? Well, the thing is, like, I don't, I don't really do any music. It doesn't matter anymore. who he is, and that's fine. I've done that's, music. That's I've, thing, I've done, I've done music before, right? But then I, I don't do music now. I just do podcasts and I'm acting. <laughs> Good tip. You want to go he on, he's, a, he's a professional extra in at this point. Come on, you could have right, got one of the um, other guest presenters on. Yeah, so speaking of Nana, Nana and, um, we Mrs. Maybe watch um, Mass Singer. Uh, I am I am convinced that one of them is Nanny Lind. Oh, which one? Um, I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention to the, uh, <laughs> the outfits. No. I was sat playing on my Switch and she was watching it. I reckon she's, uh, she's trash like, for us. No just the, the accent, it sounds like Nanny Lind. Mm. I was like, yeah, definitely. Def- def- right. yeah. I don't understand the, the mass thing about it. I, I caught the last 10 minutes of it on Saturday. Mm. Ross, you seem like a season... Yeah, yeah, I watch so. a lot of reality TV. Right, so right, so are they just judging it purely on singing voice? <laughs> no, they, no, so no. They, they have like um, vignettes. Okay, right, but yeah, like, so right. has clothes in it. No, how, so do they, they, how do they decide who's eliminated? Um, so the the vote, I think, in the yeah, crowd. But but I, th- I am, I think it's fixed. Probably. So, so at least I was listening to Jericho's. Um, summary of 2022 podcast because obviously oh, he did the American way. one. Yeah, um, he said that he basically got a contract for five weeks. He came to the end of the five weeks and they asked him to extend it, um, and he couldn't because of other work commitments. But he said it's quite lucky, really, because that's when he had his. You go, Bruce always um, neck didn't he? he wasn't able to sing. Yeah, so he said it kind of was quite lucky, really, that he did it extend the contract. In which terms means it's fixed. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because I just so when I was <laughs> when I was watching it, they were like, "Oh, this person's out." Uh, they got voted out by the judges, and then obviously they took the mask off, and it was Lulu. And they're like, "Oh my god, I fucking love Lulu! What a legend!" It's like you just voted her out, <laughs> unless I'm missing something. No, that's what the fuck. Yeah, the one is. How does the professional singer go out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris Kamara went out first week. It makes me laugh though, because you get the fucking Rita Arrett is absolutely thick as mints. Like there's no yeah. there's literally nobody's home. Um and she'll say somebody they're, they're all like I know they, they hype it up, but she'll say somebody like, I don't know, oh I think that might be Beyonce. Yeah. And then it's not gonna be Beyonce, is it? <laughs> there is, there and the first Robson. the first one out was fucking Patsy Kenzie. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Well the, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be that. The, the one I saw the, the first time was when is it Ken Ken Jong had to pretend he knew Alan Johnson was, which was one of my favourite <laughs> TV moments of all time. But he's like, oh my god, it's Alan Johnson! Like he had no idea. He, <laughs> why, he, why would he? 
he was he got I hope he got paid well yeah. for that show because he had absolutely no idea who anybody was. Yeah. And how much um Mo Gilligan does TV need us? He was on both channels. He has two Saturday night primetime shows. Yeah. With uh, Although, Sol, Sol Pepper on um That's my jam. Yeah, it's terrible. He's, yeah, it's awful. It's too American that you filmed it in America, apparently. I quite enjoyed it. Is that why all the guests are American? I've enjoyed one so. show, the one with Joey Fatone on it, and that's because I enjoy Joey Fatone. Donny Osmond was also weird on it. Jason Donny Osmond was so weird. And whoever the, the British one was, Becky Hill, I think she's called. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ, she's annoying. Yeah, she was annoying. She's the most annoying person ever. And I saw on Twitter somebody said, oh, so that's what happened to Orville. What she was wearing, <laughs> <laughs> and I found it hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Good game, though, when he had to pick up the mic, the jib, catch the mics. Is, is yeah, it's too BS for me. That's the only bit I saw. Yeah, there's loads of things. So, the, 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 the best bit of the show, I think, is where they, they do a song in a different genre, and they're like, Oh, what random genre is it going to be? Oh, I don't know. I'll just belt it out it's perfect because I've been BSing mm. it for three weeks, probably. Yeah. Um, should have got Jimmy Fallon but, to do our version of it. Well, yeah, on the American one, uh, Chance the Rapper did do a country version of it. It's Hot in Here by Nelly, and it's amazing. So that's the best bit of the show. Tim McGraw. Yeah. Whereas uh, Donny Osmond did one. And he, got, he was just weird, Donny Osmond. He was so weird. <laughs> you know, like when Shane McMahon wears his, his trainers and you're like, Yo, you are nearly 50. What, what, why are you doing like that? Donny Osmond was the same, same vibes. Why have you got? What have you got against suits and trainers? Told you it's a good look. Who's Patrick Keely? Yeah, nah. some people smart, can. You not? Some people can pull it off. Yeah, Pat, well, no, Patrick Keely can even pull it off. Me, bit me, Ellen, bit Ellen, uh, me, him no, always no. Christmas too. I pulled it off. And that guy of it, but no, Donny no, wasn't wearing his suits. I think it was like a weird leather jacket. He just looks so overplayed. <laughs> Flat out ridiculous. Yeah, you got, have a go at old man in leather jackets. Have a go at Triple H. Go on. Do it. All these wrestling wait, legends. Yeah, you don't I will. Have a go at. I, will, I will have a go at Triple H if he wears bright white trainers with him. Uh, yeah, he's not done that yet. He might do. He's not done that yet. Shame at Mambo. Well, you've got an issue with people wearing white trainers. Go on, have a go at Adam Alves. <laughs> no, right. I ain't got an issue with white trainers. I have a massive issue with Adam Alves' white trainers. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he is one of our listeners for that. Possibly. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I won't say it then, but I, I was annoyed at him. <laughs> Somebody's quite particular about trainers. I, I was annoyed. <laughs> and for that matter, while we're going on about trainers, I don't like begging the trainers either. He's not, he's not listening. <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's not. Go on. Come on. I don't like rank <laughs> rank begging the canvas shoes at that branded. <laughs> what, a, what a snob! What a snob! Um. Right then, it's 30 years since the first ever Raw. Oh, yeah. yeah it was in MSG. Yeah, no one. This was... No one. Was it not? No one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading. I've literally got <laughs> Monday Night Raw, January 11th, 1993. We need a respected wrestling journalist in front of the show. <laughs> this is just ridiculous. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it was in the Manhattan, isn't it? Um, what's Cedric doing? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's been destroyed because too yeah, yeah. Peter Shiloh's his moustache. Listen to last week's Christmas special, yeah. um, if that doesn't make any sense to anybody. Think think he... Last week's was the greatest show of all time. Yeah. Wrestled Around episode yeah. Yeah. of all time. Yeah. yeah, okay. We'll, we'll yeah. move on now. <laughs> so, uh, 
WWE have decided that they need a new Monday night show. Um, they pick Raw. It's an hour. They record them back to back, so one week's live, one week's not. Um, it's now three hours long Raw. Um, so before we actually go through the show, but having said that, people say there is too much wrestling content for WWE now, and you've got three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, and two hours of NXT, so it's seven hours. Mm. However, the amount of other shows they had at this time, you've probably not got that much more now. So you had an hour of Raw, you had the hour on Saturday morning, you had the Tuesday night in Texas or whatever it was. Yeah. You had, you probably had about five hours of wrestling. Yeah, you? Tuesday night time, yeah. That was a talk show on like that one. I don't know. I like, yeah, I like the idea of that one. It should be in the back. Talking smack. Yeah, but like on a prime time. Mm. Like, like Jonathan Ross or something like that. But you had, um, you, but you, had your, uh, you had the Saturday morning shows. You had loads of shows. Yeah. So is it that much of a difference? Although I did enjoy this because it was over five hours. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was back in the day they used to have like syndicated shows, didn't they? So they just sold them. You know, it's like local networks and they showed mm. them roughly when they told them to. Right. But I think this was the first time they were on like just a cable network going out to everyone, from my understanding. So, um, so well, I've got it here actually. So they are, WWF had three primary TV shows, which was Superstars, Wrestling Challenge, and Primetime Wrestling. The first two aired in syndication, the latter aired on the US, aired on the USA Network on Tuesday, and yeah. then eventually Monday. Yeah. Well, there we go. So what was that bloody American wrestling or whatever they were advertising? All Saturday that morning show, I think, wasn't it? Is that a Saturday morning show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. primetime wrestling became Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Because um, Vince wanted to spice it up. Yeah. Because business began to decline. There we go. Un- uncooked. Yeah. Uncensored. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Um, right. We'll start with the commentary team. <laughs> before because I just need to get the conversation out of the way before we go through the show mm. so we've got Vince McMahon early um, night is early night the WWE night is that's what you're expecting it we've got Randy it? Savage Never, I've not I don't think I've heard him on commentary before but he, he did not you know. and then we've got <laughs> he did, did alright considering the circumstances of this fucker you're just about to mention <laughs> yeah. then we've got Rob Bartlett I've never heard of this fella before uh, he's apparently a comedian mm. I say apparently um, and the show started. The show starts. We'll get into this first segment because it's like a bit of a cold opening it with uh, Sean Mooney and Legend. Yeah. But then they go inside. Starts with Vince McMahon. He's like, "Welcome to Raw." Randy Savage says something. Rob Bartlett then opens his mouth, calls him Yokozuma with an M, <laughs> and then goes on about a diaper. And you can literally see on Vince McMahon's face, oh God. I've hired the wrong person for this show. <laughs> <laughs> you can see him, and he immediately turns away and talks to Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how did Randy Savage not deck him at one point? And I'm sure this is the reason Vince McMahon micromanages his commentators <laughs> because he's building up. Because Yokozuna wins the night three Rumble tonight. Yeah, so he's massive monster, and you've got this fucking ticket. <laughs> Going on about a diaper. <laughs> I just call him fat like all the way through it. He made every fat joke going, didn't he? It was, but is this not the most Vince thing ever? It takes like the best part of the show off, teases you with the best part of the show, and then and then puts this decade on. It's like it's like he, he 
he brings in new commentators that he doesn't want you to like him. But this guy was, he's up there with um, Ed Ferrara. Yeah. Just Ed Ferrara, really. I think no. he's got, I think he's the worst. Mark, Mark, Mark Madden. I mean, to be fair, I thought that the first TNA pay-per-view was one of the worst opening shows of any promotion. I'm, I'm going to say that tonight's Raveler for me. Uh, this, has, this has one redeeming factor all the way through it. <laughs> it did. Yes. And I'm, yeah. I'm sure we all, can all agree on what it is. <laughs> so we'll go uh, a little bit about Rob, Rob Bartlett. Yeah. So he was a, a local radio DJ on the Don Imus show. Um, and Vince added him to commentary to give an outsider's opinion and to inject some humour into the broadcast. And apparently um, he loved his celebrity impressions. So Vince liked it. That's why he got hired. <laughs> he likes his celebrity impressions. Yeah. Did he after this show? I don't know. Like fucking <laughs> 10 minutes later on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just, it was just Vince's face. <laughs> it was Vince's face. It. And then it was every time he made a fat joke, you just heard Vince go, ha, 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 and then move on. <laughs> And then uh, David was trying to correct him all the way. Oh, it was a warm mess. He lasted till April. Which really? I, know <laughs> I know it doesn't seem long, but it's a very long, that's longer than Adam Beck. Yeah, it lasted too long, in my opinion. <laughs> longer than Mike yeah, I, thought, I thought he was going to get, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, aided English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Replaced halfway through. <laughs> Never to be seen on commentary again. But yeah, what um, does Wikipedia say? It said um, his commentary was poorly received as he had little knowledge of the wrestling business. His final appearance on a professional wrestling program was April nineteenth, nineteen ninety three. Never seen again. Never seen again in wrestling. He moved. On, he moved on to Broadway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Different strokes, different quotes, I, I guess. I don't think I've recommend, recognised. He's got a long Wikipedia article. Right. I don't recognise anything that he was on. Okay. Um, so I just I had to get that out of the way for the commentary. He used to look like an idiot, do not he? <laughs> Sunglasses. <perk. laughs> um, <laughs> right, we'll start with the opening then. So oh, he, was in a tri- he was in a trio, an improv trio with Eddie Murphy. Uh-huh. Anyway, there we go. And then I imagine Eddie Murphy left because he had all the talent. Yeah, <laughs> and that guy went on local radio. Yeah, um, right. We'll start with the opening then. So we open with New York, and then we get the man of the hour, Sean Mooney. Mooney. <laughs> oh, um, saying welcome to to new to the new WWE Raw, um, and then we get the brain. The brain tries to get in, um, and Sean Mooney says he's been banned from. From the building, this is heartbreaking, isn't it? In the best, and then to be fair, you know, you don't know about Bartlett at this point because this is slightly before. Yeah. So, but I love how Sean Mooney is also security. Yeah. <laughs> what does Sean Mooney care? Why is this? Why is this outside? Yeah. Sean Mooney also won't allow it. Yeah. Um. So he Brian says, "Oh, he's trying to get in." He says, "Oh." Give me a press pass. I'll buy a ticket. Show money. I'll, I'll, I'll buy a ticket. Show me some money. Cards. It's sold out. That's good. The good business. Yes, yeah, it's good. That, yeah, hold them. Um, and then Heenan isn't allowed. Then they start arguing, and then it cuts halfway through arguing, and then we'll we won't see Heenan again until the end of the show. Hmm. 
<laughs> oh, will we? <laughs> I don't think it can be proved that it's him. Um, a strange way to open Raw, I think. I I think they should have they could have done this afterwards. Do you not think it was it was it was an odd way to to open it? No. I mean, it was brilliant, yeah. and it was the best segment go. of the night. <laughs> oh yeah. No, but for your new show. Yeah. To me, no. the big thing for me, it was the first ever Raw. It didn't feel like a big deal. That's Not what I mean. What, because... at, what, at no point during the, during the 45 minutes of the show did I think, oh, this feels like a big deal. Apart no, from the, 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 apart from the one reference I've made to it selling out. Yeah. <laughs> Just but it I, felt very weird to me. Don't you think a better opening would have been the credits or the opening video package and then Vince saying welcome to Monday Night Raw they talk a bit and then they go outside <laughs> and Sean Mooney's doing this bit exact same way yeah <clears throat> the only thing I was thinking on that was that I might be completely wrong but sometimes on American TV they do have like a very very small opening don't they and then go to commercials because obviously they took all the commercials out of this mm, so I don't know if they did that skit and then you know commercials and then came back into the opening credits yeah because that's how Saturday Night Live used to open. Well, it still mm. does. And that's probably, I think that's kind of the vibe we were going for on it. Was right. like a, I guess that would New make York sense. Yeah, but you've, you know I mean? you've got one of the greatest announcers of all time, Ross, and Bobby the Brain Heenan. You want to put him in a, in a segment together, don't you? You're going to get my job. Mooney. You got, you know. Two absolute players. Yeah. Mooney, the Mooney money. It's like you're on. Mooney. Should have got a beer, really. Someone should have got Mooney. <laughs> A beer, yeah. yeah. Um, and the brain, the brain is single handedly. He's, he's my favorite color commentator of mm-hmm. all time. He's my favorite wrestling personality of all time. Yeah, he's so good. And no matter what he does, he's just the best at it. It was hilarious when he had to explain later on why he didn't like a pre-recorded tip. <laughs> like they obviously messed up what they were doing with that, didn't they? But it was, um, yeah, a oh, fantastic tip. Um, so we'll go on to the first match then. It's uh, Yokozuna with an N um, with Mr. Fuji, and he's against Tapia's favourite wrestler, Coco Beware. Um, it comes into ha- the high energy theme, so Tapia's will be absolutely loving it straight away. He loves the bad man. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get, they're having a match. This is, so Yokozuna hasn't been beaten at this point. Um, he's one of the big heels. He's I don't, I, I don't know if he was thought he was going to win the Rumble. I don't know how popular he was. But they're obviously acting. He's a, he's a big deal, isn't he? Um, yeah. And he's going against Coco Beware. He's, we, we know how he's going, to, he's going to go out. But we've got that fucking Bartlett <laughs> saying, Coco Beware is a grown-up Gary Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think what he actually said was, um, I always wondered what happened to Gary Coleman. And now we know. <laughs> And Vince just goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not being funny, but um, when you're being out of Sean by mm-hmm. Macho Man Randy Savage on comms, <laughs> it's embarrassing. Um, embarrassing. I, like, I know they wanted an outsider's perspective, but they should have given him like, some <laughs> some reps. Because basically all, all this Rob Ballard fella did, like he didn't even like, like an outsider's perspective is one thing, but he didn't even like wrestling, did he? No, he was basically saying what people would say if they were watching it. He <laughs> didn't like wrestling. He was just taking the piss, basically, all the way, 
all the way through. He was like, I don't know what they were thinking, but I know Vince does this every now and again. Like, it's never really stopped, has it? No, it's not like this lesson. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, Vince says, uh, Yokozuna means the grand champion. Um, and Bartlett responds by saying, he's got an ass like an amphitheatre. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. It's just what Vince is like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but you know, Savage like, tries to correct her a few times, then just gives up in the end, doesn't it? It's, like, it's, it's just ridiculous. Because like Savage took the business really seriously, so I imagine he's really annoyed. He'd be, yeah, he'd be the few men. I'm surprised he lasts as long as April, I really am. He can't have been on I don't know, we might watch more in the future, but they can't have had him on every week. Surely they must have moved into like a backstage interview or something. You would think. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, surely he would have been pulled off straight away. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Rory is uncut, uncooked, and uncensored. Mm. Uh, <laughs> they have a squash match. Uh, Yokozuna wins it in 3 minutes 45 seconds. Um, but I, I guess what you're thinking, it, Yokozuna is, I'm assuming, a big star at this point. Um, you're not going to open it with Hogan. I, I thought Hogan was on this card. He's not. I really, I really thought it was. No. Uh, but you're not going to open it with your main event, are you, on the first one? So Yokozuna comes out, squashes, looks good before the Rumble. Job done, I think. Yeah, they get over a big start. They, they get yeah. And I guess the other thing as well is they probably thought he was the future. So you want someone like a big star being the first person, you know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think they probably thought Raw was going on thirty years. No, but do you know? What I mean, it's like they, they like doing that sort of thing, don't they? Where like, oh, Yokozuna won the first ever Raw match, and yeah, it's like a, just another notch on his belt, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so he's Hall of Fame. Is he in the Hall of Fame? I think he isn't he. Yeah, he must be. Yeah, they could just open it with Yokozuna won the first ever match on Monday Night yeah. Raw, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Meltzer doesn't do ratings for TV matches, does he? He does not. No. Um, so, unless the they're first, really, unless they're really good. So, it, for the but, first yeah. time ever, we're going to get star ratings for WWE Raw or WWF Raw um, from the only rating scale that matters. Well, they must just quit anyhow, as we found out last week. Yeah, that's it. That's why it's no ratings. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Uh, what is the official star rating for Yokozuna against Coco Beware? One star. It did a job. Want <laughs> want anything to write on about? Was it? I imagine they're all going to be <laughs> around that level. But at the end of the show, I want um, a star rating of the Heedens kids. That's that's what we're really here for. Okay. And that's what we need. Um, okay, then we then get a commercial of the Royal Rumble. That's in two weeks, uh, the Royal Rumble. Um, and there's going to be a match between Bret Hart and Razor Ramon at the Rumble. Um, and other matches will be announced throughout the night. Um and then we get a raw girl. Any thoughts on the raw girl? I think he nicked it from boxing. Is the, is the yeah. vibe he's going for? Yeah, she, <clears throat> yeah. Why not? Yeah. To put it politely, she, she wasn't anything to write home about, was she? <laughs> like, she, if you if you're gonna like pick like uh, I don't know what you call them a raw girl. Look at the nitro girls. Ring girls, yeah. Ring girls, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at the Nitro girls, and they're, they're all very attractive, etc., etc. This girl looks like she belonged in a Cindy Lauper music video. <laughs> she had her hair and everything, didn't she? Yeah. That's probably what Vince was going for, though. He was always behind the times, wasn't he? He wanted, he, he, wanted, he wanted more modest, apparently. Well, I, 
I listen to. What's um, the point? What's she signalling? Because it goes in. Goes the in give, give him a give him a couple of years, and it goes in the total opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple of years later, it's like tits. But yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, apparently at one point, Russ, they were considering for Raw, like having it like a, a a charity boxing event almost, with like tables and black tie and stuff as the the crowd, <laughs> rather than just like a normal. Well, but that, normal right, not, maybe not Raw, but that needs to be a wrestling event. Yeah, but that, uh, if you listen to like Bruce Pritchard's, I think it must have done on like the 25th anniversary. Mm. That's like one of the um, the pictures they had for Monday Night Raw. Same venue because he's in the ballroom on it. But like, have it. it like black tie event. Maybe that's what we'll do for when um, Rest Around starts doing live events. Yeah, yeah. we could do that actually. Black tie. <laughs> black tie rumble. <laughs> I think that's what needs to be. It's a niche in the wrestling market that's not been yeah. tapped into. Mm-hmm. Um, right then, so Heenan's not allowed in. However, they are allowing him to play a pre-taped <laughs> interview. Ridiculous. Um, and he's introducing a new wrestler, um, Narcissus, uh, who's going to go against Mr. Perfect. I'm fa- I haven't done any research into this, but I'm fairly sure that's Lex Luger. Yeah, is. that's what, yeah. that's why I thought. Yeah, it is Lex Luger. Yeah, oh, it is. Um, I was going to Google it, but yeah. yeah, he's basically saying. That Mr. Perfect, you've never seen anything like it, and he's gonna battle you. Well, he's a better Mr. Perfect than you. I think is the gist of the promo. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was all right, wasn't it? Any thoughts on Heenan? This, this is he, he says, this is the best Heenan in the. In the he show, said, he said narcissist weirdly. <laughs> that <put me> <laughs> <off>. <laughs> he did. Yeah. That was all he's, not saying narciss- he's not saying narcissist, though, is he? He's saying narcissist. I thought, I thought that's what he's doing. Well, I thought he was just a narcissist. I thought that was his name. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was narcissist. No. Well, the review I'm using says narcissist. Narcissist. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, that's what they were obviously. Yeah. They was calling him before he. I'm fairly narcissist. I'm fairly sure is an old, have a Greek or Roman gladiator slash wrestler. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so he was a narcissist wrestler. Um, is assassinated the Roman emperor Commodus in in one nine two AD. That's where, that's where it comes from, I think. Yeah, they must have changed his name before he came out because he was just a narcissist like Luger by the time he got to They did that, they do that, like Kane the Undertaker on it. Changed Wrestling, it yeah. But yeah, he said it, he said it weird. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was all right. Like, so, yeah, Mr. Perfect is a big baby face at this point because he's, he's only like two or three weeks away from defeating Ric Flair in a lose-lose time match on the Yeah. Well, I think Flair was sort of involved in this. There was a Flair. Yeah, he was in here and stable. Life. Yeah, brings in Luger, who, what is it, three years later? Luger's not there and he's opening um, WCW or Nitro. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's niche, isn't it? I know he's not on this show, but he's mentioned on both. I can't remember any who's linked to both shows. Yeah, well, that's Is he on both? I don't know. Yeah, he was on both. Flair was on both. Yeah. Hmm. Seen a commentator on Have Netflix. we done the first Nitro? No, because it's in a shopping mall, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I believe we've done that because we would have talked about Pastamania. Have we after? I don't know. Uh, uh, who knows? Um, right, moving on then. We've got the next match. Uh, speaking of people who were on WCW, the Steiner Brothers are going against the Executioners who were just dressed hilariously. <laughs> oh God! What's his name? Oh, Bartlett. Yeah. Oh God! Bart- Bartlett. Bartlett asked which ones Rick and which ones Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. How, do, I mean, I, how, like... how, how do I work them out? <laughs> do your research. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, I get the outsider's perspective thing, but to a point, it just looked amateur. It, it just it looks so bad. Yeah. It made WWE look so small. <laughs> this guy's coming basically taking a piss. He's not, even the, big, he's not even the big guy, however, is he? He's not like a famous man. He's a local <laughs> no. radio DJ doesn't know what it is. Yeah, it's like bloody getting what's, his, what's that to like? Bubble of Love Sponge or something like that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Savage tries to make a joke, doesn't he? And says it the way around. And then you can just tell Vince is pissed off because he immediately corrects him. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I mean, it's just a real confusing, like, I might be tricking you, but only if I'm not tricking you. I, I can't remember what his line was now. He says, I'm, tri- I'm, I'm tricking you, but I'm not joking you. Oh, that was the one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but no sense. Because that's exactly what he was doing. And then Vince says something like, how can you tell that Scott Steiner in the ring? He <laughs> 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 gets so annoyed. <laughs> Um, well, I think because he's like, oh, these two are like all American athletes, and he's going, oh, their athletes are a bit shit, like Rob, <laughs> Rob Ballard. Like, it's just, it's so bad. Uh, okay, right. Does anybody know who I, any of the executioners are? I think you 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 will have heard of one. Uh, it's Edge and Christian. Yeah, it's not Edge and Christian. Yeah. No. Matt and Jeff Hardy. That's no, that's closer than you think. So one of them's called Barry Hardy. Well, huh. I guess is the third. <laughs> is that how Michael Pierce Hayes was playing when he was? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <Barry> <laughs> he used to come out with them. Yeah. Um, so Barry Hardy and the second person is a uh, friend of the show, Dwayne Gill. Oh really? Gilbeck. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh. <laughs> so Gilbeck was on the first Monday Night Raw. Wow. Yeah. Gilbeck and. Jeff Hardy's dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, tag team. I never knew that. Because at first he said something, he said something about the Beverly Brewers, but was that out of the paper? Was that out of the Nora Rumble? Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. not these two people. Either. Yeah, because he said the Beverly Brewers, and then he turned around and these two, like bags on the fuck's going on here. These two gimps. <laughs> yeah. Um, ding dongs. There's a lot of parallels between this and the first TNA pay per view. Oh, he's outrageous, isn't it? Yeah. Although the first TNA is... Oh, the Johnsons, that one, the dicks on it. Yeah, eight years later. Yeah, that's all it was. They should should have learned. Nobody should have learned. (laughs) No, but that's that's weird to think about. If you think how much the wrestling business changed and think about what wrestling was like eight years ago, Mm. kind of the same. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or WWE is at least. Yeah. Um, In the crowd is Doink the Clown. Um, Oh, sorry, according to our best friend Bartlett, uh, Dork the Clown. Yeah, <laughs> and then even Vince doesn't know his name, so Savage reminds him that he's Doink. <laughs> this was the best version of Doink, though, wasn't it? Uh, he, no, I think he should have gone further. Creepy ass clown. Should have kidnapped yeah. someone. Yeah, but because I've been sort of obsessed with this because I think it was a Doink special. I was on Bruce Pritchard's podcast, and yeah. he mentioned about Doink. And Conrad says, "Where do you think Doink would have gone?" And Bruce Pritchard said, "I would have made him world champion." And he said, he said, imagine having a circus-themed pay-per-view, but not not like circus, ha-ha, creepy yeah. circus. You've got the tent. Yeah. That would have been insane. And I think like that would have been so yeah. good. You could have made yeah. Doink an absolute sadistic clown. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Pennywise him. Bring it, bring yeah. it back. About lots of different people have played Doink anyway. Bring it back. Yeah. yeah. I guess I think- that's sort of what Bray Wyatt's character was getting towards on it with The Fiend. Yeah, a bit like a little bit. 
Triple A did it, didn't they? With um, he's called Psycho Clown. I think, Psycho Meta Clown. One of the three, yeah. three clowns. Oh, yeah. One of them yeah. became their main champion. Like it's very similar. Yeah. That's what they, that's for me what they should have done. I think heel doink is a lot better than face doink. Yeah, because face doink is annoying at that point. It's just a job in it, really. But yeah, that. Yeah. But I, I ever since Bruce Pritchard said that, I think, yes, that should have been the thing. Why didn't they do that? Yeah. So I was getting a bit sad when I see doink. Yeah. Yeah, because no, what could have been? Um, but he's back. Well, you will be back later on in the show. Um, this match goes three minutes again. It's another squash match. Obviously, the Steiners win with uh, what do they call it? Steiner Bulldog or Steiner Dog or something? Steiner Dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Steiner Dog, I think, whatever they call it. Steiner Dog. Um, Vince says it's the best uh, like Bulldog of all time or high flying Bulldog, didn't they? They win. Uh, Steiner Eyes, that's the name of it. I found it. Mm. Again, squash 45 minutes. You aren't going to do any 15, 20 minute matches, are you? Because you've got no room for all else. So, yeah. served its purpose, made the stars look like badasses. Yeah, and this is all wrestling wars back in the day. It was only when the Monday Night Wars started that they even had competitive matches, really. Yeah. Um, oh, you had one competitive match in the episode, which we get next. But yeah, that's all it needs to be. Made them look good. Served its purpose. I love yeah. the Steiner Brothers. The Steiner Brothers yeah. are so good. Yeah, we've seen a lot of them recently, haven't we? So good. They are. They yeah. are I think they may, like... may be my favourite tag team of all time. Oh, that's a bold child. Yeah, I always thought you liked the revival. The revival wished they were the Steiners. Sasha and Naomi, I think. Jesus Christ. Small <laughs> Slaughterhouse is better than them. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I think the Steiners are in my top three. I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying to think of a tag team that I think that I enjoy more than the Steiners. I don't think I can think of one. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we have, we've not really seen any. Oh, this probably has been a bad few because we've seen a few, a lot of recently. But yeah, yeah for the for the most part, they're just something different, aren't they? Especially in this day and age, like I, I think. Do I think any era of wrestling the style of the work? Yeah, I think they work really well now. Mm. They'd be so good now. Yeah, bring back Scott Steiner. Well, I guess you've got it, haven't you? You've got um, Rob Breaker. Yeah, and you've got the uh, the uh, what, what are they called Creed Bros. Yeah, I was going to say Alpha Academy. Yeah, <laughs> well, to a point. Yeah. But I yeah. did love American Alpha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially when they won. Uh, did we see them win? Did we see someone beat the revival? Yeah. Take over Dallas. Take over Dallas. And the crowd went absolutely nuts, didn't they? Absolutely nuts. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I can't think. I can't think of any tag team. You think the Jeff Hardys were the Jeff Hardys, the Hardy Boys? But I think I'd probably rather watch a Steiner match. Oh yeah, from a pure wrestling point of view, there's no comparison, is there really? If the Hardy Boys didn't do TLC or the ladder matches, I won't be asked. Yeah, I can't think. Yeah, I can't think of any of this. Oh, I think New Day and the Usos get overlooked these days, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then they're, they're victims of being around too long. I know, but that helped. That tag team helped so much. Was fantastic. Five stars all on my on my skill. Is it right? Yeah, no, no, I'm saying I'm convinced that yeah. Steiner's my favourite tag team of all time. Good. Yeah. Um, so, having said that, what did this match get, Aaron? One star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you went. Again, nothing to, <laughs> nothing to write home about yet again. Yeah. Yeah, I, again, I, I think they're all going to be like this. <laughs> again, served, it served its purpose yet again, didn't it? Just, uh, yeah, nothing else yeah, really just, to say just, about it. 
Just pointing people over, isn't it? That's what all it needs to do. That's all TV should be. People but I like those. Like, wrapped up about TV. Big physical lads like that being up jobbers. Yeah, you love to see that, yeah. 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 Makes him just look hard as nails, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right then. Speaking of stuff I'm all for, outside, Sean Mooney's still, uh, I guess he's still doing uh, security. Um, and then this woman tries to get past him. Um, and Mooney will not let her <laughs> get past. Um so, apparently, oh God, apparently uh, this woman is the auntie of uh, our favourite commentator, Rob Bartlett. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, Sean Mudd is about to, to let her in, um, and then he takes the wig off the head. Yeah. <laughs> the brain he's is <laughs> underneath the wig. Um, and then he starts begging and offering money to get in. Amazing, amazing. This, this is such good TV. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's so ridiculous. Do you know what? This is so good because Heenan doesn't care. He just throws himself into it. Mm. Yeah, that's the best com. The best comedy wrestling is throwing yourself into it. Well, it's like Regal. Oh, he's, he's so many. He always says yeah. like, "Well, that's my job. I'm, I'm an actor. <laughs> I'm just all right. I'm doing the comedy, so I'm doing it." Like, yeah. I think I think this is my yeah. favorite uh, Heenan segment of the night. <laughs> yeah. Did they, did they say Ron Ballard at one point? Or is that Larry? Is that Larry? <laughs> <laughs> said the wrong name. <laughs> oh, point. Yeah, Mooney snatching those edges. Still, still the wiggle, still the wiggle. Mooney just whipping weaves off the front, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I like the security guy in the background there, just like because mm. <laughs> he must be an actual real security guy. I think it's the behind Sean <laughs> Mooney. Oh. Yeah. Good stuff. They don't do what like they don't do segments like this anymore. Do they? they don't do backstage segments now. Do they Pat, that's not an interview. No, they don't do as many of these comedy ones. Or it's like an awkward two people meet and talk. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They don't do segments. Don't really we're getting the uh, prison mic Don Mysterio, so that's <laughs> as close as we're gonna get. I think. Do you remember all the clothes? Remember when Teddy Long was Teddy Long Regal uh, were. General managers, Bronson yeah. was about. You had some great backstage segments, but <laughs> Regal yeah. doing the con get for one. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's the comedy one today. I miss them. I, I I really wish, like, you know, when on pay per views now, when it goes to the Peacock adverts, and it's just obviously we've got the, the premium version in the UK, so we don't get the adverts, we just get yeah, Lashley a, story. A, a Lashley story every two. Like, yeah. It's doing like, exclusive backstage things for that. You can stick them on YouTube afterwards for the American fans to see. Yeah. Bring back Ron Simmons. Ron, yeah, Ron Simmons. Yes. The WrestleMania, the WrestleMania parties. Anytime there's like Fourth of July, Christmas, Easter, they have a backstage party that ends in the food fight. All those, all that. Back. Even back, even back in the attitude era, you had like uh, Edge with his triangle signs and the, the photos saying "I'm I'm stupid" and all that. And then you've got mm. um, APA making people walk through the door. Mm-hmm. Mick Foley. Yeah. Having a different like cupboard for his office every week. <laughs> yeah, because in fact, I only watch SmackDown now. But every, every backstage segment that's not an interview is the bloodline. That's clear at this point. It's, just, yeah. it's it's good story wise, but and Sammy's obviously hilarious at times. But I know what you mean. You watch pure comedy sometimes. Like this serves no purpose really, <laughs> other than just to be funny. <laughs> it's just good. But they used to. I think mean, Christian said it they used to do stuff like uh, put like random wrestlers in it because he he said that he tried to make himself the star of every. Every segment yeah. he was in. So there was like one where I think Mark Henry was in like feats of strength. Stuff like that. You know, where he was like lifting stuff. Um, yeah. Just to prove how strong he was. And they had all these wrestlers like betting he could do it and stuff like that. 
Yes, spice it up a bit. You know what I mean? Mm. Get a bit a bit different because that's the main problem mm. with Raw, SmackDown, anything. It's too formulaic. You could just slice segments out and put them in any show. Why mm-hmm. would it? But you've got three hours now, so you've got even more time to do it. Mm. Uh, moving on, then we have a Razor Ramon interview. Um, I like Razor Ramon. This was awful. I think what made this worse was Vince interrupting him all the time. <laughs> yeah. Vince is rubbish, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. This, this, this era of Vince is terrible. <laughs> this isn't even the way it's been segment. That's coming up at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. I just... I just Razor Ramon, I thought he sounded like an idiot. He sounded like he was reading off a card. He had no flow whatsoever in his speech. But he didn't really say anything. I said that um, Brett, Brett's got no chance, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's like five minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> I know we've seen some terrible promos from this era of wrestling, but this is going to be up there one of the worst. Just awkward one after a while. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're cringing inside. You're turning inside out. I feel like they, they, must, they can't have understood. Because I think this is... is this, I, mean, I don't know if I'm right in thinking this. It could be completely wrong. But I think this is one of the first times they've done like live, live yeah. TV. And I think I, you can kind of tell sometimes that they're just trying to find the feet with. Sure, you know I mean, they were probably like, "Oh, well, we'll do this interview, and then we'll finish it." And then it was like, "Oh no, actually, we've got two minutes before commercials." Like, All right, keep going then. So I think it just it just felt a bit awkward. And with Vince, mm. I don't know if it's because you know he's the owner, but mm. you can tell sometimes that he's really invested in the storylines and he's, he wants to present it in a certain way. And if it's not going his way, you can almost feel him get agitated sometimes, and yeah. like you know, interrupt a bit too much and a micromanage. Um, so Razor Ramon basically he says he talks about Bret Hart he beat up Owen Hart and then he throws his toothpick in the face of Vince that was weird because um, I, I thought they'd just shown the wrong clip at first because he was carrying on talking all in there <laughs> they didn't get the sound right I was like what the hell's going on here um, well, you know Vince is terrible at interview as well because he doesn't hold the microphone close enough to the mouth no he doesn't know where to hold it so it's even worse later on <laughs> when I think he just said I'm giving up on this show I'm not doing it ever again I'm surprised Raw's lasted 30 years after this mm. car crash. Uh, we then go on to Savage talking about uh, a house show coming up. This is for the Somalia Relief Charity Headlock on Hunger. Um, and then we get a promo from Tatanka, um, which I'm pretty sure Bartlett says something about him, but I can't remember what it was. Does he, does he say his name wrong or something? He says something. Probably, yeah. <laughs> the Vince is something else. Yeah. Uh, before we get on to probably it's not the main event, but it's the longest match um, of ten minutes. It's Shawn Michaels, the Intercontinental Champion, against Max Moon, who is potentially—I was going to say—he's one of the worst dressed wrestlers I've ever seen. And then the Undertaker faced somebody mm. <laughs> later yeah. on. Um, Do you think um, he was dressed a bit like Dave from IT? Yes. What a great character yes, that yeah. was. Uh, so this gimmick was made for Conan. Um, and then he left and it was given to somebody else. I can't remember who it was. I did Google it earlier. Um and then but Conan obviously thought this was a good idea because his um attire in WCW early on was very similar, wasn't it? Very weird. It's apparently nicked it from anime. Ah, I thought Khan. I always assumed Khan left because of this gimmick. No, apparently it's his idea. Oh. 
when he was shooting streamers or whatever it was into the air at the beginning. Yeah, Thomas Boric was the one that, or better known by his ring name, Paul Diamond. Mm. Was who it became. Um, he was one half of Bad Company with Pat Tanaka. He was also Kato in the WWF and one half of the Orient Express with Tanaka. Um, Croatian fella. Ah. <laughs> so, um, and then I think on the Indies it was called Maximilian Moves, which well, trained by Dean Malenko. No wonder I was bored in this match. <laughs> it's on one today. It's on one today. Um, I, the Intercont- this is where they get the thing the Intercontinental's the wear class title, don't they? Shawn Michaels is obviously very good. Maximilian is okay. Uh, Doink's in the crowd. Um, is this the match we want about Bartlett's impression? <laughs> was this some of the Mike Tyson thing that went on? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <This is> so- <sighs> just insufferable. Uh, it wasn't just the Mike Tyson impersonation. It was him pretending to be Mike Tyson called him from prison. <laughs> yeah, Vince was like, <laughs> like really... <laughs> I don't know if Finch just didn't know what to do at this point, but he was just like, oh, Mike. It was like, I don't know what to say, but sometimes like when Bob Rood appears, you don't really you don't know what to do. You don't really know what to do. What's that? I just, um, yeah, I think less said about uh, old Barty Boy, the better. <laughs> the better. I mean, it was the entire match, though, wasn't it? it was like, yeah, near enough. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing about this match is Shawn Michaels does the super kick or switch of music and then hits his suplex because people, you forget don't you, that that was his actual finish it was a teardrop mm. suplex and that's mm. how he finishes it 10 minutes 30 yeah I mean it's hard to watch a match in it when you <laughs> when you're listening to an interview with Mike Tyson <laughs> so and I'm interested to see what the start rate is for this match <laughs> Um. It was an hard for me. It was an hard one because it was the best match of the night, wasn't it? Oh yeah, <laughs> bad, bad. But it's still going to get like one point five. You know, it can't yeah. be more than one point five stars, can it? Because it was fucking the commentary on this the match was fucking <laughs> horrendous. So fucking distracted. If the commentary was better, if you had someone like Jr. and King on comms, you'd probably scrape two and a half. But it's just. Yeah. I mean, you don't expect fucking five star matches on a weekly program anyway, but this was just the Mike Tyson thing just <laughs> killed it for me. <laughs> really did. Is anybody else kind of want to watch the other Raws just to see what else he does? <laughs> I he can't be on it again. I mean, somehow he lasts till April, apparently, but he must didn't have him something, doing something else. <clears throat> why so why? watch next week? This is, just, would... this is what we do now. So we just doing all over. So we're just yeah. going to go on for thirty years. Um, mm. so just did they take Heenan off commentary to replace him with this guy? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why would you do that? Oh, it's just—is it not the most Vince thing ever? This. And then to tease and then to tease us with Heenan. It's like the time he took Jr. off to replace him with Michael Cole, and then kept teasing Jr. was going to come back, and he just didn't. At the end of it, so why would you do that? Why would you just like dangle someone better in front of us? And then, yeah, I, I, I don't understand it. I, I don't know why I have to do it. The, what, what I will say about Vince is right. Obviously, he's tried all his outside sports commentators for years. 
And he finally got it right with his last one in <laughs> biography. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So credit where credit's due. Maybe he was time to retire. Just for just for that. Like he's finally doing it. But this this was just Yeah, this this guy's up there with one of the worst commentators of all time. I'm gonna say yeah, I said earlier that Stan's are my favourite detective of all time. <laughs> Rob Bartlett is the worst commentator of all yeah, time. If we ever do a commentator's tier list, which is a good idea now, just thought of it, we should do it all the time. This guy's right. He's right down at the bottom. He? It's the pits. Yeah, he to, yeah. He's, he's awful. He's got to be. He's got his own tier at the bottom. The prop yeah. tier. He's slightly above um, Master Striker SMA twenty six. But no, like, just, <laughs> imagine no, this guy. No, uh, you, waited, you waited that match as it was. But imagine if Mike Tyson was on the phone now all over it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know. But the thing is, like, Vince doesn't stop with this shit, does he? Because I think it's WrestleMania the year after. There's a fucking Bill Clinton impersonator. there. <laughs> In a box, <laughs> it's just it's 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 ridiculous. But thank God that he didn't make it to you know he had the good sense to bring in JF or WrestleMania and not use this guy. Yeah, because <laughs> that could have been that could have ruined us. I mean, it was actually the worst WrestleMania of all time. I don't know, pretty, but that could have it could have ruined even more, couldn't it? <laughs> um, okay, we think of uh, a commercial for a new the show was on by Elliot WWF Mania on Saturday mornings, um, which is. <laughs> Two parents sleeping, and then big boss man telling them to wake up, and then kids jumping on the bed. Now his adverts are nuts. They're, they're absolutely nuts. Yeah, I love I love the fact that all the commercials were still in on this one. It was it was quite interesting to to watch <laughs> how they advertised. Am I the only one that was really disappointed when I thought that it was advertising a big boss man alarm, alarm clock? <laughs> that would have been that would have been amazing. <laughs> I would buy that. <laughs> I think that would work to wake me up. Yeah, 100%. I was quite disappointed that it was just an advert for another TV show. Well, if there was a big boss with the land clock, yeah, you could bet your bottom door that Lou would have it in his room. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Right, so I'm not in that room already because it's still a... But it still stinks of smoke. He still smells. And it's this smoke rattling inside the toaster, so it's obviously popped, so it'll never work again, I'm afraid to say. It just... You can hear it if you listen back to the episode. It's like a, and they just, <laughs> yeah, scorch that um that WWE logo in there, and then yeah, it just it just it just two seconds. It's a funny song I do with the coffee machine. Um, <laughs> then, that, I'm just trying to garage it. <laughs> the only place so she'll save. Oh, yeah, God. I could bring around to your house if you want. Us and... No, absolutely not. Sorry there. <laughs> Try it, Terry. I'll take it out to Terry's. Terry Peters in the office. He'll try it in his office. I'll okay, have a cup of tea with this. Just and Terry's out. At least you can use the mugs. Yeah, I can use the mugs actually. I've not used the mugs yet, but um, I'm sure I will. Us, sure I will. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, uh, we then get Mean Gene with a Royal Rumble report. Um, is he announces a title match between Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, and the big picking this is Sherry's going to be there, but who's Sasha going to be on? Like, what a story! Who's hmm. <laughs> Sasha Sherry Martel going to be on? Yeah, great. That's going to make me watch. <laughs> then Marty Jannetty does a promo. Um, it's played from Ember in he's killed a guy, um, allegedly. All it was by him. <laughs> yeah. He- you want like, people have a go at scripted promos, and there's people say you should bring them back on scripted promos. No, watch early nineties wrestling, and then tell me you want unscripted promos. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! Um, and then we get a load of people who are in the Royal Rumble. Um, 
sort of going through their they announced that they're in it, they're gonna say why they were and they love doing that, don't they? Um which I thought was quite good. We got quite a few people. We got Yokozuna, Mr. Fuji, um Carlos Colon, Genshishiro Tenryu. Yeah, uh, it's Jim Duggan. The winner of the first one, Ross. Yeah, don't you forget. Um didn't he announce Rick Flair for it as well, but all right, so Jim Duggan yeah. Was that was on this announcing he was in the Royal Rumble? Um, turns out he wasn't actually in the Royal Rumble, <laughs> so oh, that's good stuff from old Duggan. Oh, liar, he wasn't in it. I'm, I'm assuming it did, it wasn't as reliant on surprises as it is these days. I don't think it was, was it? And there wasn't any stuff. I don't know if there was in this one, but there wasn't any Rick, stories, um, was there? Oh, yeah, Rick Flair wasn't it? He went in number one. Um, yeah. and then we go. So they're on about the WWE. Wow, right? Bob Backlund was in there for an hour. <laughs> yeah, nine ninety three. There you go. Have we watched the ninety three rumble? Is this the one where Savage? No, ninety two. We watched. Which is the one where Savage goes for the pin and then gets thrown out of the ring? Um, could be this one. Is it by Yokozuna? He yeah, he gets eliminated by Yokozuna in this one, so it could be. Does the elbow drop and then tries to pin him and? He sort of like presses him out of the ring. I don't know, but it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. And if you <laughs> got the wind, yeah. yeah. Right. We go back outside with Sean Mooney, who's uh, um, with some fans who are, who are buying tickets to the next week's show. Um, and then <laughs> I guess the only way to describe this is uh, a Jewish fella comes. <laughs> Rabbi. All right. Just th- those guys there. Um... I don't want to be mean, but I don't believe they were buying tickets for the show. I believe they were just hanging around outside and some director was like, guys, <laughs> stand as cute. We'll get you a White Castle. Yeah. Um, so this old Jewish fellow um, is Bartlett's Uncle Morty. Um, <laughs> he's, going in, he's going inside to see, to see his nephew. Uh, I wonder if he's married to that other woman. Sean <laughs> yeah. really says that, doesn't he? I think you just saw your wife. <laughs> um, until he accidentally lowers his beard uh, whilst talking um, so Sean Money worked it out that it's Bobby Heenan yeah uh, and then one of them I can't remember who one of them starts talking about being a fiddler on the roof <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know, this, this was also fantastic the acting skills of Sean Mooney something else for him to pretend for that long that that wasn't obviously <laughs> you think because don't Heenan say I think it's for a way in, into the building from the roof yeah right <laughs> I think that's where the fiddle on the roof comes, comes into it hands down the best segment of Raw of all time mm. this is better than the each your life with Mankind and the Rock wow this yeah, is possible <laughs> Clem. this is better than Mankind winning the title and Austin coming back wow well, you're making some bold claims here. I'd say it's the, the, these are the best segments on this show. I'd go, I'd go these, as, these have got to be in top 10, the most hilarious segments of all time. I'd go as far as say these are the only redeeming features of this, <laughs> facts of this show. <laughs> yeah, and Terry Mayer's watched this. He's not even here. And, uh, he's, and he watched... No, he started off in actual day. This is, this is Battle Royale. Roles, didn't he? This is Battle Royale, the Abba Hall over again. Yeah. Oh, well, this about, I think this is worse than... Uh... <laughs> Now that is a Paul oh, Yeah. <laughs> oh, God bless yeah. Eden. At least this only lasted 45 minutes. 
that was, say, that, was part of this. that was like a one of the matches on Battle Royale the Albert Hall, wasn't it? That was like... <laughs> um, right, moving on then. We go yeah, to... sorry for having a Nasty Boys match. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's that? Every WCW pay ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Battle Royale the Albert Hall. The first match was like at least 25 minutes. It's a fucking Nasty Boys. It's too much. You should watch those. It's good. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um, if I would never to watch it, never will. Well, sounds like we need to be um, another one of the second shows we... Yeah, after Starcade. After, after Starcade, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, we go to a, a recap from what happened on Superstars. Um, Kamala was on there. Um, he loses, uh, and then Harvey Whippleman and Kim Chi are sort of berating him, showing him about. So, outcome slick, because this was the point in WWF, there was three managers. <laughs> he all managed somebody. Yeah. Does it matter whether it fit the gimmick? Absolutely not. <laughs> That's my Reverend. Yeah, <laughs> Reverend Slick is managing. Uh, come on, like the worst one, and I can't believe the. And this is only because Bruce Pritchard was w- wanting to wake upstairs. He didn't want to be on the road anymore. The Undertaker being brought out by Brother Love. Mm. What? What on earth is that? What, well, it's all made sense there because one of your preacher, Brother Love, my ma'am at the church, Undertaker, <laughs> Taker. <laughs> Absolutely not. You see the same, and there was like a funeral afterwards or something. It was like, oh, you're a minute, do you want to fancy wrestling? Uh, it's, uh, no, <laughs> it's, it is absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, Slick then runs out to the ring, he gets slapped about, um, and then Kamala attacks them both and chases after Harvey Wuffelman. Um, apparently, this would, it doesn't lead to much apart from some vignettes of Slick attempting to teach Kamala bowling. So <laughs> maybe Ellie Raws are all about the vignettes. <laughs> so we need to dig those out. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. That's worth watching. Um, and then we get the main event: uh, the Undertaker with Paul Bearer against um, possibly the most ridiculous wrestler of all time, Damien Demento. Who um, imagine? I, th- I think he looks a bit like Undertaker in later years, with like the bald head and the goatee. Mm-hmm. Imagine being a jobber and having to be like this all the time. Because he's not a wrestler all the time. He's walking around town. He's doing his big shop <laughs> in Walmart or whatever. With air like that. Yeah, that's the worst bit. I'd do it if I was at the top of the car. Like when Kane had that, when he took his mask away, the ridiculous thing. Kane's getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> Damien Demento's not. I don't know what he was on. But he's not on that much because I've never heard of him. 20 quid. <laughs> and you're walking around like that. It's, wrestling's ridiculous. It could have been like a, a, a goth. Oh, I don't know. It, it, it's a joke. Um, again, uh, Bartlett's up to his old tricks, doesn't know who Paul Bearer is. Oh, hang on a minute. Damien Demento, though. You don't want to know this because I think you mm. like these films. He was He was Eric. In Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. Don't know mm-hmm. where Eric is, but there you go. <laughs> a bodyguard who dies, probably a henchman. <laughs> Possibly. Um, this match is two minutes twenty six, um, and it wasn't even. It was a squash match, but uh, it's not, you get good squash matches, and you get this match. Surely, this isn't going to carry the trend of one star. No, it's not. It's going to do better. Do better? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. 
I think it should do better for one line on one line only, right? So obviously Rob Bartlett's doing his fucking Rob Bartlett shit where he's like, oh, who's this fucking idiot? And it's like, oh, it's, it's Paul Burr, surely you know him. <laughs> and it's like, what did, what did they say? Oh, like, who's got the cocktail shaker or something? And then Randy Savage went, he suddenly earned the right to manage the Undertaker. And no one picked <laughs> up on it. And I was fuming. Because I was like, that was a great line, match around Randy Savage. So five stars on my rent system. Doesn't Vince say he's the most famous of all the bearers or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he says like you don't know him. One line of bearers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> Do you know any more famous bearers? No. <laughs> Vince is unintentionally hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's so, so awkward. <laughs> I imagine that, like, if this guy's a radio DJ, do you think Vince was just in a taxi home one day and this guy yeah. is just on doing Mike Tyson impressions? Ah, this guy's amazing. <laughs> I genuinely think that's how it is. Feels the John Laurinaitis and says, "Get that man." <laughs> yeah. Oh, if it's John Laurinaitis, he probably hires the wrong guy. Oh, like he hired, yeah. the, he hired the wrong guy with one leg, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Which I found hilarious that Vincent said, Go get that wrestler with one leg. And Don Laurinaitis is found the only other wrestler with one leg. <laughs> it's not the one Vince wants. And I guess it. Who was the other guy? Was that know, a, it was a yeah. great beefy fella. Yeah. He was like in his 40s. Uh, <laughs> I've got beard and some perhaps <laughs> seen a picture of him. Maybe it's for the best then. <laughs> oh, John Laurinaitis. So he, he, that wasn't in the news, was it? But he had to pull out of his latest appearance. Didn't he? Well, he didn't get. He, he didn't pull out, did he? Got they cancelled him. Well, yeah, they got rid of him, didn't they? Yeah, well deserved, in my opinion. Yeah, talk about an absolute douche. Um, right then, you think that would be the last bit of the night with the main event? And I was there was like two minutes. I was I had this match on. There's five minutes left, so I thought, well, it's going to be mm. the end of this match. This match. <laughs> no, this match is two minutes. We then get an interview. <laughs> At this point, we've only got a minute left. Um, Doink's out there. Vince is saying, yeah, why are you making all those kids cry? Doink. Doink, <laughs> Doink don't give a shit, is he? <laughs> 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 to paraphrase what Lesnar, Doink don't care about your kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they start talking about uh, Crush. Um, Crush comes out. Um, and Vince is trying to interview him. Um, you don't know what Crush is saying because Vince does not hold the microphone mm. up to Crush's mouth. So Crush is going on about stuff. Again, the reason that promos need to be scripted at all times now. Yeah. Um, and then Dunk runs off from him. Crush gets in the ring. <laughs> if the Dunk doesn't go in the ring. Um, and he's trying to look all hard and intimidating. And Dunk's absolutely having him all over on the floor outside. <laughs> and that's how the show ends. <laughs> But it doesn't end there, does it? Well, no. It's a little bit after this. Yeah. But it's in, te- in arena. That's how the show ends. This is the last bit the fans see, really. What, I, hope what? They, I hope they got a dark match after this. I don't know if they did, but I hope. <laughs> well, they've got the next show, won't they, I guess? Oh, I suppose so, yeah. 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 What an odd way to end it. Is that? Cushion Doink. Why not have the Intercontinental title on that last? Or Undertaker, go Undertaker with him. Yeah, I don't know. Because they used to say that when that's, we watched that Saturday night's main event that time. Did that? Is it because it's on late and they think, I don't uh, know, they want families to watch it early? I don't, so I don't they, know. Because people might watch as late, yeah. Yeah. That's how they used to do it. I don't know if they were, that was still a hangover from that. Oh, something else I've just remembered. Uh, what do you think Crush's favourite word is? Uh, 
What if Shyamalan got it wrong though? That would have been even better. So <laughs> we should have done another segment where he thought it was Heenan. And, it and was. he's like having a go at this guy. And he's like, yeah, get out of here. You're not allowed <laughs> yeah. in here. Yeah. And then Heenan's like trying to sneak around the back. <laughs> it's not like the um, the Simpsons one where well, he comes in, Homer comes in and he calls someone else. But it's not actually Homer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a guy with the mustache, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The guy, guy incognito. And it was like, yeah. I'm Guy who is Homer. <laughs> I'm going to kick him out. And then... Mo beats him up or something. Mo and all that. And Homer walks in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what they should have done. That would have been perfect. Yeah. Oh, God. Heenan. God mm. bless Heenan. He was the absolute savior this year. Um... <laughs> mm. I don't believe that show will ever will go on for another 30 years. <laughs> no, it's, it's crazy to see, isn't it? So, um, Somebody's yeah. bought that show for two billion. Yeah, <laughs> someone's bought that two billion. <laughs> They're about to pay like eight billion, possibly. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Um, right. Do we? Shall we rate the show? Have we? We haven't watched many Raws, have we? Oh no, we haven't actually. No. We've watched. We've watched. Did we did the Raw and WCW rival when Goldberg lost? Yeah, Mankind won the title that one. Mankind won the title. Think about Goldberg lost doing, to NW. Yeah. Goldberg lost to NW, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, the finger perk. We watched that. It's not even in the car compare it, can we? It's ridiculous to We watched Raw 1000, weirdly. At one yeah. point. Again, can't compare. This <laughs> 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 is in its own segment. Yeah, I yeah. Enjoyed, enjoyed it, though. Many because it was like 45 minutes. I could put it all in one, in one sitting. But it's, it's nice to look back at different time periods. Isn't it? Different eras. We don't yeah. watch a lot of early 90s wrestling, do we? No. For good reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not my favorite. Not my favorite era. Yeah, we won't be doing it every week. That's for sure. But it was good for a while. <laughs> because, right? a to tell you what, we will be doing it next time. Peters is on here. Yeah, so that's, when that's when we'll be watching this, and we're not going to watch it. Just we'll, wa- we'll watch episode two, and we'll all just pull out. So he has to just record the episode <laughs> on his own. Yes, <laughs> we'll all be busy. Um, right then, uh, that's the end of the show. Um, coming up in the next weeks, we have the big fat wrestling quiz of the year probably next week. And we also have Stackhead 98? 7, 97. 97. Stackhead 97. The yeah. first ever repeated show. Yes. Um, but Aaron wasn't here last time, was it? So we'll get a fresh perspective. Exactly. We'll finally get the correct star ratings. Um, Lou is also is already working on a script. So yes. if you enjoyed last week's Christmas special, that will be coming back soon. We've just, we made the, all, we called an audible off camera. It will yeah. not be coming back on Christmas. It will be coming back much earlier. Easter. Easter special. Easter, the Easter yeah. special. So he's got three months to get it in order. Yeah. It's how long ago. Yeah, we might do a pancake day special then. Do it, do it early. <laughs> and then we'll yeah. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. We're going to run out of films to rip off. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And then, so that will be coming back by popular demand. Um, I think that's it. Uh, Aaron, where can we find you? Yeah, when I can be bothered on my Twitter, when I can be bothered to respond to absolute cretins on the uh, Frankenstein 91. There we go. Lou, where can we find you? Uh, at Animal Crossing Tony on Twitter. <laughs> and also, um, hopefully, all going well, Twitch will give you horse slash around tonight. So you can find Peter's on Twitter, but you probably if won't this, be able if to. This goes out on time. The, uh, <laughs> it's Clash of the Andrew Castle last. Tonight, class at the Andrew Castle tonight. Finally, yeah. he's mm-hmm. no excuse now. You've got absolutely zero excuse. No, you're true. gonna f- finally get the under snaker under Peter's. Under Peter's, Peter's against Terry Snaker. Yeah, 
Uh, we're going to finally get... I can't remember the card. I don't know what any of the storylines were. It's <laughs> um, got a BMG versus the Big Bad Wolf. Um, oh, Business Horse had gone over to wrestled out, hasn't he? Oh, we think he has. Yeah, what's that Business Horse? <laughs> <laughs> <That's so hard. laughs> After we worked in the office for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> got sad. Uh, yeah, it looks, it looks a bit different in that Business Horse, but he was there. <laughs> um, some, of us, some of us stuff has happened. Maybe we'll do a bit of a reboot. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, probably. I think we need to. Yeah. Uh, so that is on uh, www.twitch.tv forward slash wrestleround. Um, find us anywhere at wrestleround or wrestling around. Subscribe to us YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, all the above. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the Ross M. That's it. Uh, Aaron, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Lou, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And join us next week for the episode of Wrestling Around. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.